Howdy and welcome to the 10 Week Bible Study. This is week two, day four of our study of Joshua. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and today we're talking about Joshua 6, 1 through 14. Well, welcome back to the 10 Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God? Speak to us. Fill our hearts with the knowledge of you, that we would meditate on your word day and night. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word of reading today from the NIV. This is Joshua 6, starting in verse 1. Now, the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. I want to pause right there. It feels like this is the message being delivered from the guy that says he's the captain of the Lord's army. He's holding this giant sword. Joshua's fallen down. uh, And then he's like, you know, take off your sandals. This is holy ground. All right, so we talked yesterday about this being potentially a theophany. I think of all the places in Old Testament that that lend themselves to definitely being a theophany, this one makes the greatest case for it. And so it's almost like this is the message being delivered directly from the Lord, directly from Jesus, the second person of the Trinity here. Um, and this is the battle plan that the Lord is giving Joshua quite directly. Verse 4, have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up, everyone straight in. All right, so this is just a, a disaster of a plan, right? This isn't a military plan. The people have gone inside the city of Jericho. They are holed up inside there. All of the people from the surrounding villages and, and, and countryside and farms, they're all up in this fortified wall city. And they're essentially waiting for the Israelites to start building siege works to get over the wall. And so the people of Jericho, they are settling in for months, if not a year or longer, to be in the city waiting to, to hold out against the Israelites. And so the logical thing would be, hey, get all of the people and get all the material, start digging, start getting the siege works built so you can take this city. But no, that's not the plan. That's not the plan of the captain of the army of the Lord. The captain of the army of the Lord says, I want you to march around the city once a day for seven days, or for six days. Then on the seventh day, I want you to march around it seven times that day. And then when you get to the end, then I want you to blow the trumpets, and I want everyone to shout, and then the walls will just fall down. And then you can go attack the city. Right? This is one of those things where, if I'm Joshua, okay, now, this is not me trying to be disrespectful to the Lord or this encounter or anything like that. I'm sure in the midst of this encounter, when he realizes who he's talking to, the only appropriate answer is, uh, yes, I will do exactly as you say. But in, in like, you know, thinking about this, it's kind of like, 
is there anyone else here that can hear this plan? Because I've got to go tell everyone this plan. This is one of those moments where Joshua needs to be strong and courageous because he's got to now go relay this quote unquote battle plan to everyone else in Israel and say, okay, I met the uh, captain of the army of the Lord, had a big sword. Um, I fell down in front of him and he told me that the place was holy. It was a a big deal. And now he's told us that the plan of the Lord is that we're going to march around the city uh, essentially 13 times, seven times or one time for six days. And on the seventh day, we're going to do it seven times and blow the trumpets and then the walls will fall down. And so that's what we're going to do. And I'm sure everyone else is like, okay, Joshua, we, we told you, uh, we believe that the Lord's with you. And then we wanted you to be strong and courageous. And that anyone who didn't do what you said, they'd be put to death. Um, this is kind of other than the, the circumcision. We did that, right? We did that. Um, we did what you said when we came across the, the Jordan river. <clears throat> so you got two things going on, but, um, this is a, this is a little much out of the gate, right? You're asking us to, uh, to attack them. <clears throat> you want us to walk around the city and then the walls are just going to fall down. And Joshua was like, yes, that's exactly what I was told. And that's what we're going to do. And then there's got to be that split second, maybe not even so much of a split second, but some moment of decision for all the elders of Israel before they go relay this to their tribes, all of their people. Okay. So Moses parted Red Sea. We were kids, but we saw it. Jordan River just last week parted, or maybe a couple weeks ago, depending on how long it took for them to heal from circumcision. So it's like not that long ago. Jordan River dried up. We walked across. Okay. All right. We'll go for it. We're going to march around the city, right? This is, this is a crazy plan. This is a crazy plan, but this is how the Lord does things. And this is the act of faith. It's not the, okay, I believe you, Lord. It's the, we're going to start marching on day one. The act of faith is the marching that you're, you're putting to action this belief that you have. It's 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 kind of crazy the way that the Lord has orchestrated his kingdom and our interaction with it. Verse 6. So Joshua, son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and have seven priests carry trumpets in front of it. And he ordered the army, Advance, march around the city with an armed guard going ahead of the Ark of the Lord. When Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets before the Lord went forward, blowing their trumpets, and the Ark of the Lord's Covenant followed them. The armed guard marched ahead of the priest who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard followed the Ark. All this time the trumpets were sounding, but Joshua had commanded the army, Do not give a war cry. Do not raise your voices. Do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout. Then shout. So had the ark of the Lord carried around the city, circling at once. Then the army returned to the camp and spent the night there. So imagine if you're in Jericho, you're like, oh my goodness. You, you see them coming up from Gilgal, you're watching them come, and then they start going around the city. And so day one, you're probably thinking, okay, here it comes. Let's get ready. We're, they're about to start the assault. 
or maybe they're going to just let us know that they're here and then they're going to they're trying to figure out exactly where they want to build the siege ramps so we're going to keep our eyes on them and then they go back to Gilgal right and then the next day they're going to come back verse 12 Joshua got up early the next morning and the priests took up the ark of the Lord verse 13 the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets went forward marching before the ark of the Lord and blowing the trumpets the armed men went ahead of them, and the rear guard followed the ark of the Lord, while the trumpets kept sounding. So on the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to camp. They did this for six days. And this is when, if you're in Jericho, they too, okay, maybe they didn't find the spot that they want to build a siege ramp. Maybe they're looking for weaknesses in the wall. Day three, what, 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 what exactly are they doing? Day four, I think these people are crazy. I think they're crazy. Day five, these people are definitely crazy. We've got some idiots on our hand. Who, like, what are they doing? They are walking around the city, blowing the trumpets, and that's it. And they got this little golden box that they're carrying. And day six. Okay, 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 guys, I... I think maybe it's been an overstatement about how powerful these people are and maybe their God is not exactly who we've been told he was. Maybe the stories and rumors about these seas parting and, and different things like that, maybe it's not the same group of people or this doesn't add up. I imagine if you're living in the city of Jericho on day six, you're probably thinking, okay, I think... We can take these morons. They are marching around the city, showing us everyone they have and showing us all the equipment they have. I mean, I think, I think we're going to be okay. We need to start to come up with a plan of when we're going to open the gates and launch, launch an offensive against them because I think we got this. I cannot believe that by day six, that the strategists and the politicians and the people inside the city of Jericho aren't starting to feel a little bit confident about their chances. Now, this is just my imagination here. The Bible doesn't say this. This didn't really happen this way. I mean, I don't know. I can't have any way of knowing. But what they don't see, maybe what even the Israelites don't see, is this captain of the army of the Lord, that the army of the Lord is there. And they've been attaching their invisible heavenly army of God ropes to the wall and, and getting ready. And on day seven, after the seventh time around the city, when they blow the trumpets, all of these invisible angel army people are going to all simultaneously rip these walls down. It's the unseen that the people of Jericho don't see. And it's the unseen in that moment that I imagine doesn't tell us that they did, but I can't, the, the way the story goes, I get the feeling no one else is seeing the invisible supernatural thing that's going on here because walls don't just fall. They just, they, they just don't fall. So something is supernatural is acting on these natural things that's going to make this happen. And I just, the way that I imagine it is this army of the Lord that showed up where Joshua met the leader of the army of the Lord, 
that the army of the Lord, while they're marching around for seven days, is, you know, poking rods and stuff into this wall and stall coming down. I, I mean, I don't know how supernatural stuff like that works. I don't know how this worked. Right. I'm just imagining, I'm imagining angels and, and whatever doing this kind of stuff on behalf of the Israelites. But the point is, is there's unseen things going on here. And by day six, the people of Jericho have got to be a little cocky about their chances against these weirdos that are walking around their city. Maybe by day three, they're thinking, well, this is just an intimidation tactic. But by day six, and when they show up on day seven, they're like, okay, these people are nuts. We got this. And as we're going to see tomorrow, they don't got this. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.